0: Hi, and welcome to the Anything Glows podcast. I'm your host, Brittany, a Virgo manifesting generator, yoga teacher, and illustrator currently living near Joshua Tree, California. I'm also the founder of Sage Glow Studio, where I help women develop intuition-led wellness through movement, meditation, breath work, and cycle syncing. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how to live a life that feels nourished, embodied, expansive, and rooted in your feminine nature but we'll also address the juicy, big picture questions like, what is the purpose of true wellness? Thanks for joining me on this journey. Now, let's dive in. In today's very first episode, we're going to jump right into story time, and it's going to get vulnerable. Since yoga is going to be a pillar topic, it's only fair that you know how I got into it in the first place. And spoiler alert, becoming a yoga teacher wasn't even a goal of mine. For those of you that know I'm actually half Indian, you might assume this was some family lineage. But no one in my family was a teacher or even really practiced. My grandfather was known to do headstands often, but that was really it. Now I do have a vivid memory that kickstarted my yoga journey. It's 1998. My mom and I are watching the Rosie O'Donnell show and Madonna is on. If you remember, this is a time period when Madonna was in her Indian phase where her songs, her fashions, everything had some Indian influence. And she talks about how she doesn't work out anymore and only does yoga, flaunting these ripped, yoga-toned biceps. They do this little bit together, and as Madonna is demonstrating Ujjayi breathing, Rosie goes, You sound like Satan making cappuccino. We crack up. It's a funny line. But later, I remember feeling some type of way about it. They like, cure these two white women. One is out here embracing Indian culture. The other is making jokes, which are truly funny, and that was her job. And I'm in no way saying that only Indian people can practice or teach yoga but it made me feel a bit jealous. Basically, it made me decide that if Madonna or any pop star was going to be doing yoga, it was imperative that I, as a young half-Indian woman, must also do yoga and do it, quote, better than her. And the other thing that struck me were those Madonna biceps. At the time, I was 12 years old and neck deep in a serious eating disorder. I had been struggling with body image issues since I was about 8, which was the first time that I perceived myself to be what I considered too large compared to my friends. So if I could do a workout that would make me skinny and toned, I was in. And because those of us with eating disorders are really good at hiding things, I could just camouflage it and say I was doing yoga because I'm Indian. Well, I ended up going into treatment for my eating disorder and depression, it wasn't until a few years later that I finally got around to yoga again. I was going into high school at a very large school where I didn't know anyone and was starting to explore who I was. The first friends I made just so happened to be a group of Indian girls, so that immediately made me embrace my Indianness. Okay, imagine teenage Brittany wearing loads of dark eyeliner, my grandmother's old sari blouses over a tank top, which was 100% a vibe, and this random bracelet from Hot Topic of all places with depictions of Indian gods and goddesses, even though we're not even Hindu. I then found a yoga book at Barnes and Noble and started practicing all of those poses. Then I got an MTV yoga DVD and it all snowballed from there. So as I'm practicing and learning yoga on my own, my focus is really on the physical aspect because the body image issues are definitely still around. And looking back, it's funny to see how I was using this practice to make myself more Indian, but really I wanted to look smaller, like all of these skinny white people in all of the books and videos I was finding. So it was actually creating this strange identity dissonance as I was trying so hard to figure out the root of who I was and if I could like her. But slowly, I was becoming more open to the deeper aspects that a yoga practice brings up. I started to gain a little body confidence. I was always flexible but not great at running or sports, so it felt really good to do something physical that felt natural to my body. And even though most of the time I was still struggling to be happy with how I looked, I had these pockets of moments where I could appreciate I was strong in a certain pose, I had balance and could stand on one foot, I could bend in lots of different ways. And I was slowly starting to feel that mind-body connection, that sense of being in the present moment in yoga, which was so different from any of the other modes of exercise I was doing at that time. And I was doing those other things not because I enjoyed the movement like I enjoyed yoga, but because I wanted them to change my body into a shape and a size that I thought was better. And it wasn't really until late college, my early 20s, that I finally started to feel more comfortable and accepting of my physical body. Now, I'm going to admit something that I don't know if I have ever shared. It's kind of cringe, but honest to God, the rise of Kim Kardashian with her petite frame and curves truly empowered me. That was that final push I needed to not only accept the shape of my body, but also embrace it. That's when I got into weightlifting to build up the booty and accentuate the shape that I already had. And as the purpose of my physical movement evolved, yoga's role in my life started to evolve as well. I no longer needed it to play such a major role in changing the shape of my body, so I started exploring its other aspects, the meditation and breath work. I found myself needing the inner peace that I was realizing yoga brought to me in the stressful and hectic time period of my life that was graduating college and starting my career. So yoga started taking on this conscious healing nature. Before, it was healing me from the inside out, and I didn't even realize it. Now I'm using yoga in a very intentional way. I'm learning more about holistic wellness, how the body is so interconnected, and how I could move through an anxiety attack or do certain poses to help ease period pain or Breathe to center myself before a big work presentation, or how to embody peace when my coworkers are freaking out and I'm trying to remain calm and creative. And I needed that shift, that maturity, that deeper, more intimate, and well rounded experience of yoga in my own life before I could take it to the next level. And again, it wasn't my goal from the time I saw Madonna on TV doing yoga to become a yoga teacher. I simply got to a place in my own practice, in my own experience of seeing the evidence of how yoga improved my overall well being, that I felt like one, I needed to learn more, to be in a studio, get educated in a more structured way. And two, I wanted other people to experience what. I experienced. If yoga could help me, maybe I can help someone else through yoga. So I chaotically decided the year we were getting ready to move from Illinois to California, which was only three and a half years ago, that I would do my teacher training. So now I find myself here in the middle of the desert, which just so happens to be an incredible energetic match for the practice of yoga seeking ways to share it with others. And I know the world of wellness and yoga feels so saturated and inauthentic at times, but no one can argue with my experiences over the last 25 years. Yoga has proven itself so useful to me. I know you'll be able to find some gems of value in it as well. Now, I don't expect all of you to go out and practice yoga for hours or do teacher training yourself to reap the benefits. Part of the reason this podcast and the whole reason Sage Glow Studio exists is to help you integrate yoga, the physical movement, breath work, meditation, mindfulness principles into your life as it already is. This is not something more to add to your plate and deplete you and make you feel bad. Instead, I hope that through the conversations we have here, you'll be able to take what you need from yoga and wellness and simply leave the rest. Thanks for listening to this very first episode of the Anything Glows podcast. Let's keep the conversation going on social at the Anything Glows podcast and at Sage Glow Studio. If today's episode served you, please share it with a friend and give the show a review. Your support, downloads, subscriptions, and feedback means the world to me. Take care of your mind, body, and soul, and I will see you next time.